Welcome to Being Bipolar. I'm your host, Doobie. I'm going to introduce you into my madness, and hopefully it'll help you with yours. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Being Bipolar. And today, uh, we're going to discuss fear. Fear is one of the most debilitating emotions you're ever going to deal with. Um, it can stop you from becoming who you really should or can become. Um, fear can cripple you to the point where you'll stay in your home and even at that point be afraid to even move. A lot of things can occur as you get older wisdom knowledge all that but also fear fear because you know through experience what could happen and you're not 10 foot tall and bulletproof anymore so that fear doubles triples especially with a mental issue where you're deteriorating in itself um my mind goes as my body goes and a lot of fear comes from the fact that am i going to wake up you know and become vertical once again or am i staying horizontal as my father likes to say uh he's still vertical so it's just you've got as you're getting older and growing up you you don't experience things that are life-threatening or you don't see them or don't pay attention to them. So you're going to walk through everything like, hey, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It's not hurting me. I don't know. I don't understand. It's not my problem. Even when you're looking at people who are suffering or dealing with issues, a lot of times people look away and they don't, help or don't know how to help because they're afraid that they might screw up they might say the wrong thing when all you really needed to hear was that somebody actually cared so fear can be a game changer an isolator it can destroy lives but if you can overcome a lot of these little fears in order to go for that one achievable goal where your self-esteem your inner person your who you really are can find some kind of hope and you know glory to the fact that you achieved a goal you went through and you defeated your fears but fears like everything else change and you're going to discover them like for instance mine i discovered was the fear of spiders uh arachnophobia uh, i watched the movie yeah i did not uh-uh no 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 but i was coerced by one of my roommates to buy a pet tarantula this was when i was living in virginia and I had two other roommates. I shared a room with one, 
and uh, he had a big fear of spiders too. But uh, he spent a lot of time on the couch because we shared a room and I always had company. So one time when I first bought Buddha, which was the name of the tarantula, he passed out on the couch and we were making fun of the way he did pass out. So uh, we took Buddha and I took him out of his cage. I made sure he was fed. He, he had a couple of crickets that day. I watched him. It was really cool. So I put Buddha on top of Doug's chest while he was sleeping. Everybody else, we were all messed up one way or another. We were all gone enjoying ourselves. Uh, Doug woke up with me tapping him on the forehead and I said, don't move, look down. And there's this nice sized tarantula crawling up his chest. He didn't move. I, I don't remember, but somebody yelled he pissed his pants. I'm not sure. But I grabbed Buddha real quickly, but gently, because I didn't want that son of a bitch biting me. Those things are pretty big. They hurt. So, needless to say, Doug didn't talk to me for about two weeks after that. We didn't have Buddha in the apartment a day after that. I had to take him back. Uh, but fear. Now, as I get older, my big fears they they're all over the place to the point where I would rather stay in my little apartment and do the little things that I can focus on and being happy with than going out into this world facing so many different fears that I have not yet begun to understand hence mental illness it it, it does that to you you don't want to even take on any of the smallest challenges it takes me a good hour and a half just to get over the anxiety of going out for that day. Either a doctor's appointment, having to visit people, whatever it is. Going to Walmart for groceries. You know, the simplest things. And the biggest fear is now mine is that I am so handicapped to the point where I could not defend myself or the people I care about the right way. That means I have to be a cheater if I'm going to defend myself. Normally I would not do that because it is not the Bushito way. I would not do that. But now I have to cheat just to defend the things I love and cherish. And that's bad. So anyway, um, but I've come to the realization that the one crippling fear that I have is lo and behold the ocean now I don't get me wrong the ocean is beautiful I'll sit on a beach for days as long as you feed me I have a place to piss and shit and, and you know I can sleep I, it don't matter I'll stay there forever but if I'm in the water and I cannot see my feet then I'm not going any further. Now, back in the day when I was growing up, military family, we moved from West Coast, East Coast, West Coast, back and forth. I mean, we would go to San Diego. We'd go to the beaches on both coasts. And I would go out 
pretty far. I was told I was a good swimmer, a great swimmer. You know, I took the swimming lessons. I, I did all of that. And I am a pretty good swimmer. But there are things that are in that water that I cannot see until it's too late. Okay? Now, the further out you go, the deeper it is. Common sense. Now, there are a lot of predators out in that water. Okay? And you're seeing it every day. Thanks for the news and the internet. There are shark attacks all over the place. Now, the reason being that's going on, that basically fresh water is mixing in with salt water because of the, the polar caps. The water is warming up at an increasing rate to the point where it's confusing these animals of their, you know, their basic direction of where they need to be, their, their routine that they follow every year, their migration patterns. They're all getting messed up. So the feeding grounds are being confused. Now, all right, let's say a predator like a shark. A great white shark comes up on the shore. He's hungry, but he does not like human. Okay? Humans, I know, I've ate quite a few different humans, and it, it's an acquired taste. You know, it, it's almost like monkey brains. You know, you need a little Tabasco sauce and a prayer. So it just get past your colon in a correct way. But the fear of the ocean for me is because there are so many unanswered questions. Like, for instance, uh, how deep is it really? Have we truly mapped it out? And two, last week... On the news, they have more evidence and proof and all that good knowledge, scientific, by the way, of the Megalodon. Now, um, I don't know about you guys, but when there is a shark the size of three humpback whales, maybe four, I, I don't know, it, it's pretty big shark, uh, that can pretty much swallow a cruise ship as a buffet you know when you see news like that and you already have a fear of the ocean and then you go and do a dumbass thing like watch the movie meg love jason statham and uh it, it was a great movie it just you know tripled my emotions when it comes to the great deep blue man and the thing is is i grew up swimming in the ocean i grew up watching jacques cousteau i i love aquariums i love fish life the coral uh, uh, the ocean coral a living breathing beautiful it, it, the colors the the life it's so alive. It's so vivid. It, I could spend hours watching it on an IMAX or even getting past my phobias and dive and just sit and watch. I've got a Facebook friend out there who's taking a tour of different temple 
dive sites and she's on a cruise right now and she's loving life i'm i'm looking at all this stuff on facebook she's posting of a great time and you know me in history i love history and going diving and seeing the temple sites i would risk running into a, a shark or two but i also know in the back of my mind that tours like that are very high in safety and they make sure that you're certified in diving and they go through the proper procedures but knowing that is a, a real big safety net for me somebody who already has a phobia of the ocean so that would be something i would really love to do and as for cruise ships man it's not a cruise ship but when i was young my grandfather flew out to uh, where we were living in uh, Lamore, California. And we down, went down to San Diego, took a flight to Hawaii. And my father at the time was a senior chief for a uh, fighter squadron, uh, VA-147 Argonauts. And we, my grandfather and I, went on a Tiger cruise, which is basically we load up spent some time in honolulu i got to see the uh the memorial and i got to see how at that time when i was nine maybe ten a hamburger in honolulu at wendy's i kid you not was eight dollars now back then you can get it here for like a a, a wendy's double burger for like 99 cent there it was eight dollars but anyway we we did our thing in honolulu and we took off on the uss constellation now this is one big aircraft carrier and like i said my father was running the mechanics on the fighter squadron so he was spending 10 12 hour days and then in and out how they worked it i was so young that um all I was really worried about were a few different things. One, the air show. The air show they put on was phenomenal. It made Top Gun look like a, I don't know, Paris squirrels having sex. Okay. But the thing is, is the second part that made it all worthwhile for me was the second tier of the aircraft carrier where they held a lot of the... Uh, aircraft the, the the airplanes and the helicopters on the port sides you're able to stand and just watch the water as you're screaming along it and the, the i know they're big but these aircraft carriers are pretty damn fast too but alongside we had dolphins just jumping up and down following us and it, it's mesmerizing I, it, one of the earliest memories I have of a peaceful sight of beauty. You know, I, I every time I see a dolphin, I think of that. And I also think of Hijacker's Guide to the Galaxy, too. But I, I've always thought dolphins were beautiful. They are intelligent. And they taste good on Cracker. No, uh, sorry, joke. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I, at that time, I didn't know what was underneath the water. 
you know, I had no fear of that water whatsoever because I guess I was sheltered to the fact or there wasn't enough uh, news about shark attacks or whatever. It, it didn't matter because, you know, the ocean was, to me, a big abundance of joy. I mean, I ate fish. I like fish. Fish is good, okay? And uh, I, at an early age in L.A., I got to watch a grunion run. And to me, that was fascinating, you know? As a little kid, I'm seeing this, you know, other than L.A. streets where that was fun in itself. But the ocean has so many secrets, I mean, you've got the greatest con artist and thief of all time, Columbus. You know, he wrote down a lot of things that he saw during his voyages. And it, it, some of them you just, like UFOs, lights coming out of the water, a big kraken, you know, things of that nature. And it, it it's just puzzling that... We have all this documentation of all these things that are coming out of the water. Like, you know, there's still pictures out there of Bigfoot riding the Loch Ness Monster at, you know, the Loch. Nessie is giving them a ride. I guess it's like a, a yearly convention, but, you know, there's only one... Loch Ness Monster, but there are several Bigfoot slash Sasquatch slash Yeti, but that's a whole different feel. We're talking about water. Uh, yeah, the Loch Ness Monster, it exists. You know, prove that it doesn't. I'll prove that it does. Uh, I've seen pictures, even though they say they're doctored. One man's treasure is another man's trash, or, or the other way around, whatever. Doesn't matter. The big thing is, is you will not catch me anywhere deep water. Okay, I'll get on a cruise ship. I'll sail a boat because I know that if that boat goes down, there's a lot of other people that really don't know how to swim that I can outswim. It's like a zombie apocalypse. I'm going to hit you in the knee and run fast the other way. Plain and simple. Or having a shirt made up stating that I am a bomb maker. If you see me run, follow. You know, things like that. Um, deep Blue Sea. It's paralyzing to me because there are so many, so many things down there. It's like mermaids. Mermaider, mermaider. Yeah. Um, are they real? Don't know. Don't care. I don't think I'll ever see one. I, I mean, UFOs, are they real? Well, yeah, but do you think you'll ever see one? I don't know. It depends on if the government lets us, you know, well, however you want to deal with it. But Loch Ness Monster is just like all the other things that are deep, deep. And, uh, there's explanations behind it, but uh, look them up. The internet's so full of different explanations on one subject that pick one and it's fact to you. Whatever's fact to somebody else differently, well, argue the point. Make your point. 
Get down and dirty to it. I will not go down or jump out of a boat in the middle of the ocean. Sorry. I watched Meg. I watched Jaws. I grew up watching Jaws. It's like fear. Fear is one of the biggest adrenaline, heart attack causing, stroke embolism causing situations, emotions you can deal with. It saddens me too because there are a lot of good horror movies out there. I just don't want to watch them because I don't want to be afraid. I want to be happy. I don't like fear. Fear is bad. It's it's the evil equivalent to hope. You know, and we all deal with it. And if you have any questions, there are people around us who we can ask. If we value your opinion, we'll use it. But we all have those deep-seated fears. Whether it was given to you with trauma or you ran into it and didn't recognize it, no experience with it, so you had that fight or flight result. And your your emotions is what's going to guide you. The more experience you have with with dealing with your fears, the the less surprised you will be. Now, what I mean by that is the more experiences, the more knowledge, the more wisdom that you have, the less surprised you will become, the less fear you will feel when something happens to you or someone you care about unexpectedly. If something negative suddenly happens to you, you're not a deer in the headlights. You're ready to rock. You have a fight and flight, so you're ready to fight. Knowledge and power, those are the things that are going to get you through your fear. If you fear something, learn about it. My biggest fear, other than the ocean, is rejection. I hate it. I think 95% of the world has that fear. Rejection and fear are hand in hand. And they can stop you from meeting one of the greatest persons in your life that fear and rejection can stop you from enjoying a person in your life the way you want to i fell in love a whole whole long long time ago and it because i feared rejection i could only be friends and I was young, 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 but it defined me when it came to fear and rejection, and it also defined the type of women that I would be attracted to. That one moment of regret because of fear dictated my love life for my entire life. So, not knowing that until recently 
reevaluating emotions, figuring out what your triggers are, figuring out how to defeat the fear so you don't have the regret. If you want something and that fear is stopping you, learn more about it. Now, you're going to do either two things. One, what I did in my fear enhanced because of the lack of knowledge of the deep blue sea. But you could also go the other direction. Get over that fear and enjoy it. Because once fear is taken over and gone, then you have hope of enjoying what your goal, what you achieved. So, all in all, the thing that we all have to figure out is what our fears are and if they are going to control us. That's a hard thing, especially as crippling as fear is, but regret further down the road, it, it can be life-altering one way or another. So, this is Doobie Snacks signing off, being bipolar. Peace out, everybody, and enjoy. This is the end of the program, where I basically tell you this is the end of the program. So, you will stop listening now because it's the end of the program. Remember, this is the end of the program. So subscribe. If you want to hear more, get a hold of me. But this is the end of the program, so stop listening. This is it. Welcome to Doobie's Madness. This is the end of the program, so you can stop listening now. It's okay. <laughs>